0: Hey, 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 my friends, I hope you're feeling fine. Hey, hey, it's Kimberly with your weekly quickie here on the Naked Vibes Show. I'm really enjoying coming up with these little mini episodes that I'm calling quickies because I know how much we can all use an extra lift, especially if you're listening to this at the beginning of your week and you just want an extra boost to get you going. So that's what these are intended to do, and it actually inspires me to think of what it is that lights up my life, and I know that if it lights up my life, then there are others that it will inspire as well. So we're connected in that way, and I want to be here for you in that way. So when thinking about it, there were a couple of things that led me to this week's quickie. The last episode here on the podcast was part four in a series that I've been releasing called Mastering Your Energy. That episode is about the energy of the heart and our capacity for compassion, forgiveness, and love. And how many men restrict that part of themselves literally to the detriment of their own hearts because our culture has groomed men to see that as a weakness, as somehow less masculine. And I told a story about what masculine love looks like and used the example of my dad and how through his loving leadership, many men were able to reframe their perception of masculinity. My dad inspired thousands of people in the countless talks he gave over the course of his life. And in his later years, I realized we didn't have enough of them recorded, and I knew I had to start capturing as many of them as I could because I knew he would still be able to inspire people even after he left this world. Just one of the things that he did that was so cool is that he and my mom both hosted sometimes a hundred kids at a time at our house. The way that got started was that he was a youth leader at our church. And a couple of the guys came to him, these are 10th graders, a couple of the guys came to him and said, hey, Dean, we've got some things we need to talk to you about. Could we come by your house tomorrow night? My dad said, sure. So he and my mom were waiting for them to come and looked out the front window and they see several cars with kids piling out. And so it turned out to be more like about five or six guys. So they showed up at the door. My parents welcomed them in and just let them talk about the things that were on their mind. And the boys were so grateful for that. They said, wow, we've really appreciate this. Could we come back next week? And my parents said, sure, that'd be fine. So the next week, a few more cars pulled up. And more kids piled in. And then the week after that, there were a few more. That turned into <laughs> seven years every Monday night. My parents hosted kids at the house who would show up with their guitars. They would sing. They would have fun. They would share what was on their minds and their hearts. And my dad really just let them be the leaders of this evening that the kids called a rap session. He would kind of get them started after they played music for a while and say, what's on your mind? What's going on this week that you want to share? And so there were always people who would open up and talk about whatever was going on at school, whatever was going on in their home life. And then they would finish up by my dad starting with a prayer that they would be guided in their week and that they would feel loved and know that they were never alone. And then anyone else who wanted to would join in that prayer. It was a really beautiful thing. So one of the other things that my dad did, every year he went back to his hometown, which is really out in the country. It wasn't even a town. (laughs) But there was an old-time camp meeting that he grew up going to, and he was the song leader. So he would drive to Arkansas every year, and we would go, and it was just a fun time. So the kids in this Monday night rap session heard about it, and they wanted to go, several of them. So my parents said, sure, you can come. (laughs) So on the drive to Arkansas... They stopped at a convenience store that happened to be named Dean's Quickie Mart. My dad's name was Dean. Those kids got a kick out of that and immediately dubbed the Monday night meetings Dean's Quickie from that time forward. (laughs) So I've changed the name of my weekly mini episodes that happen on Mondays to Quickies. So when I was thinking about what I could give to inspire you in the Quickie episode this week, I came across a video of my dad giving a talk to a church group, and I knew that was it. So I have an excerpt of that to share with you so you can hear that love in his own voice, that masculine love that I'm talking about that is so open-hearted and that inspired so many people and that led so many men to be leaders in their own communities. And I hope that this will inspire you in some way as well.
1: Think about how many people have been sitting in jobs somewhere unhappy with what they're doing and somehow or another they are looking and trying to find a better way, a better life for themselves and they know that somehow, somewhere down the road, I have to do something different. I do not like where my life is going. We have all kinds of examples of that. When Mother Teresa was a young girl, again a person who came from a wealthy family, There was this voice that kept speaking to her, you need to become a missionary, you need to become a nun, and you need to go to India to work with the poor people that are poverty-stricken in that land. And so she gave her life to doing exactly that. She too has received criticism in some of her career. for A lot of people are saying, well, she still had money. She was only doing that because she knew that she had plenty of money from her family they could send her anytime they wanted to. So it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you give. You're not ever going to be free of all the critics. I think that sometimes we hear callings and things that we want to do in our life, but we have to check first to see just how many of our friends are going to really accept us for that. And sometimes when you decide to make a change from your friends, you lose some of those people. That happens to young people in college when they decide that they're going to leave drugs or they're going to leave alcohol and the friends that they have and they're popular with when you want to make a change and live your life differently, it becomes a problem. People have to have courage sometimes to pick up that gauntlet that God gives you and asks you to do in order to step out and do those things. And maybe even in the first days we wonder if we have made the wrong decision. Think about what happened to Billy Graham. He writes and talks about the fact that in the early days when God, through Christ, began to call him to be a minister, he resisted for a while. But one day on a North Carolina university campus, the voice was so prominent he knew that he had to pick up and become a minister. And look what happened in the life of both of those people. Mother Teresa is known internationally worldwide. Billy Graham recognized as one of the great evangelists that we've ever known in in our country, even in the world as far as that's concerned. It doesn't matter who you are. God speaks to people in all walks of life. It doesn't matter what race they're from, what color their skin is, what kind of background they've had, how they look, how they dress. How often do we emphasize the fact that God loves all of us That doesn't mean just the people that sit in church this morning. He loves equally well those people who do not darken the door of your church and my church. When you think back upon your own life, the calling that you had, if it was nothing more than you just did your best as you knew how, in the place where you lived and the world which revolved around you to make it a better place. And by all means, to take the love that God has given you and give it to other people. And someone has said, and it's very true, you can never give all of it away. No matter how hard you may try to give everything at loving other people away, you can never do it because God gives us more and more to do that all the time because we begin to recognize how important this is in the lives of other people. I'm sure you may have done this just as a little experiment. I do it sometimes because I think it's fun. But then I find out that it really works well. Go into a restaurant and you can see someone that's there or maybe you're standing close to them in line or something and, and they look depressed. They look downtrodden. They look like they never smile. Sometimes you can say something to them and say, how are you doing today? And suddenly you will see that frown change to a smile. I know a certain young boy that works at a restaurant where I go to sometimes. He's a very lovable person. I love that guy. But when you first look at him, he looks like there's an expression on his face that he might be angry or he might be hurt or he's not doing too well. One day I said to him, I said, how are you doing today? Uh, I I note that you look like you may be discouraged or something. And he said, well, it's, not too much, just having some family problems. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm sorry to hear about that, but I've noticed your work here in this restaurant. I appreciate what you do here. He's actually the, one of the busboys. All of a sudden, his face turned into a smile, and it was actually a beautiful expression. There was a glow on his face, and I thought to myself, look why he looks at this moment, and look what he looked like a moment ago. Because I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there is a lot of pain in this world. There's a lot of loneliness, a lot of melancholy. Those kind of things. And we have the opportunity to lift people's life up. That is your calling. That is my calling. We are followers of Christ. We have been called to love other people and to be of goodwill to everyone that we see. Because a friend of mine said one day, sometimes when I've seen people like this and I, I just... Automatically stop and say a little prayer for them. And you know what? I can look at them and something is happening. I think we have to believe that. I hope you enjoyed that and feel inspired by
0: it and encouraged. Dad was still encouraging me, literally, with his very last breath. And one of the ways he was encouraging me was to encourage you to keep my purpose and my passion alive. You do the same, my friends. The excerpt was taken from a video series he did called Tell Your Story, Sing Your Song. If you'd like to see it, there's a link in the show notes on NakedVibes.com. I would love to hear from you. A good place to find me is on Instagram, media. That's Kimberly with an L-Y and Kane C-A-I-N. Also, if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, go over to NakedVibes.com and you'll find all of the podcast streaming services. Your favorite one will be there and that way you'll be sure not to miss an episode. Also, if you know someone who could use some inspiration, who you think this podcast could be helpful to, then please text them the link to the show. Have a great week. I'll talk with you soon and remember to love big. Good vibes.